With The Last of Us Part 2 right around the corner, hopefully, we here at Suggestive Gaming figured now would be a good time to go over the story so far. This includes the first game, its DLC Left Behind, as well as the prequel comic American Dreams, so strap in. Now, without further ado, this is what you need to know about The Last of Us. Our story begins in September of 2013 in the suburbs of Austin, Texas, where we meet Joel and his daughter Sarah. Sarah gives Joel a watch for his birthday before falling asleep. She soon awakens, however, to the phone ringing. She answers, finding her uncle Tommy on the other end, urgently prompting her to find her dad. She goes off to find him, watching a news report, before an explosion in the distance cuts it short. She goes downstairs just as her father frantically enters the house, grabbing his gun from his desk before their neighbor Jimmy breaks through their sliding glass door. Jimmy, who Joel claims is sick, charges at the pair, and Joel is forced to shoot him. Tommy arrives at the house, and the two join him in his car and attempt to leave, finding their town in disarray. As they enter the city and attempts to reach the bridge to escape, they find it congested with traffic of those trying to do the same. They are soon attacked by a patient escaping from a nearby hospital, forcing them to speed off, eventually colliding with another vehicle flipping their car. In the wreckage, Sarah's leg is injured, and Joel is forced to carry her as he and Tommy run to a bar while being chased by other infected humans. Tommy stays at the bar to hold off the infected and tells Joel to head to the highway where he'll meet them. As they reach it, being closely followed by infected, they are saved by a nearby soldier who shoots their pursuers dead. However, when he radios his superiors on how to handle Joel and Sarah, he is instructed to eliminate them. Joel tries to plead with him, but the soldier opens fire. Joel attempts to escape, but falls, dropping Sarah in the process. The soldier then walks up to Joel to finish them off, but Tommy arrives and kills him before he can do so. Joel then rushes to Sarah, discovering that she had been shot in the abdomen. Despite his best efforts, the girl dies in her father's arms. Nineteen years later, in Boston, we find the city, like most others in the country, now under quarantine due to the outbreak years earlier. The parasitic fungal cordyceps brain infection that began turning humans into brain-dead cannibalistic creatures ravaged the world, infecting around 60% of the human species, causing global collapse. Entering Boston is a 13-year-old delinquent orphan girl named Ellie, arriving to enroll in a military school. Almost immediately, she gets in a fight with a group of bullies, but is rescued by an intervening girl named Riley, who scares them off. The principal arrives as Riley runs off and takes Ellie back to his office to scold her. In their discussion, the principal warns Ellie of the consequences of her actions, mentioning a renegade group that Ellie immediately recognizes as the Fireflies. The principal denounces the group, claiming that while the city acts like they're the second coming, the group threatens the law and order the military brings. He then punishes Ellie by sending her to clean a military vehicle. While cleaning, she notices the vehicle to have been shot up, likely from a firefight with the Fireflies, and she locates a disembodied finger lodged in the door, startling her. She then notices that her Walkman is missing and concludes that it must have been stolen by Riley during their scuffle with the bullies. She later confronts Riley about this, who admits to taking it, giving it back while insulting Ellie's taste in music. That night, Ellie observes Riley escaping from the school, and she follows. Riley tells her to go back to bed, but Ellie refuses, threatening to make enough noise to alert the guards if Riley doesn't take her with her. They sneak out of the building and traverse the city's rooftops while Riley asks Ellie about her plans for the future. Ellie dismisses the idea, seeing no purpose in thinking of the future in their current situation. Riley then explains that she will soon turn 16 when she'll be forced to join the military, and she intends to leave before then as to not live under their control. Riley then changes the subject by asking Ellie if she has ever ridden a horse, to which she replies that she hasn't. 
Riley then decides to remedy the situation and takes Ellie to a nearby abandoned mall. There, they stop at a non-functioning arcade, where Riley mentions a fighting game called The Turning, before they leave and make their way to a tent where Riley's friend Winston lives. Riley introduces Ellie to Winston and trades him a bottle of whiskey she scavenged to teach Ellie how to ride his horse through the mall. After they leave, Riley enters Winston's tent to steal from his supplies. As Ellie and Winston travel, they make small talk about his life before the outbreak, eventually returning to find Riley outside the tent. Ellie thanks Winston before an explosion occurs outside the mall, prompting Winston to mount his horse to investigate, ordering the girls to return to the school immediately. After he leaves, Riley pulls out the walkie-talkie she stole from Winston, frustrating Ellie, who realizes she had just used her to distract the old man to steal from him. Unaffected, Riley uses the radio to eavesdrop and learn that the fireflies are near. Hoping to help them to gain their favor and join them as a way out of the military, Riley quickly heads off to find them, with Ellie reluctantly in tow. Following the intel from the radio, Riley and Ellie find the fireflies mid-battle with the military. Riley pulls out two smoke grenades and the pair toss them down into the crowd, providing a distraction for the fireflies to escape. As Riley celebrates, however, the soldiers below notice her and begin to open fire, forcing the girls to flee. They reach safety, but it turns out to be fleeting as an infected approaches them on the roof, nearly biting and infecting Riley before the two are able to fight it off. Overwhelmed, Ellie hugs Riley after learning she's safe before the two are forced to run as more infected arrive. They run, but are pursued shortly after the creatures are shot dead by the nearby fireflies. Riley is thrilled and informs them that they were the ones who threw the grenades to provide cover. The fireflies don't take kindly to the girls' presence, however, and incapacitate both of them, taking them back to their hideout. There, their leader Marlene arrives and unties the girls. She gives Ellie an envelope, instructing her to open it when she gets back to the school. Riley expresses her desire to join the Fireflies, but Marlene scolds her, stressing the danger in belonging to the group. Their conversation is then interrupted by scavengers who try to hold them up for their supplies, but Marlene and the Fireflies kill them on the spot, with some help from Riley. Marlene then snaps, telling Riley that she has no idea what the Fireflies sacrifice. Riley retorts by recounting her experience of being forced to kill her father after he turned and killed her mother. Marlene downplays her story, trying to dissuade the girl by threatening her. This causes Ellie to attack her Firefly captor, stealing his gun and holding up Marlene and firing warning shots. Marlene then calls Ellie by name to get her to stop. Startled, Ellie asks Marlene how she knows her name, and the woman reveals that she knew the girl's mother, Anna, before she died, and the envelope she provided was a letter written by her to be given to her daughter. Marlene then reveals that she had been watching over Ellie, even setting her up to be sent to the military school as a safe place, as she promised Anna she would do. Ellie lowers her gun and hands it over, and the girls prepare to leave. Before they do, Marlene gives Ellie one last gift, a switchblade that once belonged to her mother. The girls then return to the school, and later on, Ellie tearfully reads her mother's letter, clutching her knife. Shortly after, Riley secretly leaves the school and returns to the Fireflies. Having passed their test of will through discouragement, Riley is allowed to join the group. Six weeks later, Riley sneaks into the school to find and awaken Ellie in her room. Frustrated at her disappearance, Ellie initially provides a cold reception, but Riley explains her joining the Fireflies and offers to explain everything if Ellie comes with her back to the abandoned mall for a surprise. At the mall, the two share a day of fun and games, including Riley letting Ellie play the turning arcade game by narrating the experience for her, before Riley reveals her surprise, a carousel that works briefly enough for Ellie to ride. They also find Winston's tent, and Riley reveals that he had recently died, seemingly from a heart attack. Later, Riley finally reveals that the Fireflies assigned her to another city, and she wanted one more day to say goodbye to Ellie. 
Ellie pleads for Riley to stay before kissing her, but Riley knows that Marlene won't allow it. Suddenly, fast-moving infected known as runners arrive, forcing the two to escape. The two reach some scaffolding, but Ellie falls down and is attacked by an infected. Riley saves her, but is tackled by a runner herself, which Ellie kills by slitting its throat. Afterwards, the two recover from the fight, but discover that they had both been bitten by infected during the encounter. Riley then presents their current options, either shoot each other before they turn, or spend the rest of the time they have left together. Ellie asks if there's a third option, but Riley unfortunately knows there isn't. The two then stand up and leave them all together. Three weeks later, now the summer of 2033, we find Joel living as a smuggler in the Boston quarantine zone when his partner Tess arrives back from a trade. However, she explains that she was jumped on her way back by a group of men working for a local arms dealer named Robert, who had previously stolen guns from them. They track Robert down and confront him, and he admits to stealing the guns as he needed them to pay off the Fireflies. Tess kills Robert, and the two head off to retrieve their guns from the Fireflies. They find Marlene, who agrees to give the guns back and double down on the compensation if they smuggle something of value out of the city for her. They agree and follow Marlene to a safe house, where she reveals the object she wants them to smuggle is actually a girl, none other than Ellie. Tess goes with Marlene to confirm the payment, and Joel takes Ellie back to their safe house to wait for her return. When she does, the three head out to the Capitol building to rendezvous with the Fireflies to hand over Ellie. On their way, however, they are stopped by a pair of military officers who scan the group for the cordyceps brain infection. Joel and Tess's scans come up clean, but as they get to Ellie, she panics and stabs a soldier with her switchblade. After Joel and Tess eliminate the others, Ellie reveals her three-week-old bite. Joel and Tess are taken aback by this revelation, as everyone bitten has turned within two days. Later, Ellie informs them that Marlene believes she may be the key to a cure, and while Joel remains skeptical, Tess believes that it's worth a shot and determines that they should continue with the drop-off. They make their way through the infected to reach the Capitol building, but inside find that the fireflies they were to hand Ellie off to had been killed. Joel decides to give up, but Tess stops him, pulling her shirt aside to reveal a bite of her own that she obtained on the way. Tess convinces Joel that there may be something to Ellie's resistance to the infection, and urges him to take her to his brother, Tommy, as he has contacts with the Fireflies and may be able to get Ellie to them. She then stays behind to distract an approaching group of soldiers as Joel heads off with Ellie, leaving Tess behind where she is shot dead by the soldiers. Joel and Ellie reach a safe spot, and Joel instructs the girl to never bring up Tess or talk about his past, and makes her agree that she'll follow his every order unconditionally before telling her about his plan to visit his friend Bill to obtain a car that they can use to reach Tommy. After meeting with Bill, the group find a pickup truck and are able to push start it while fighting off infected. Joel and Ellie use the truck to get to Pittsburgh, when they are attacked by a group of hunters defending their territory, causing them to crash their newly acquired vehicle. They are able to escape on foot and fight their way through the hunters, eventually finding and befriending a pair of brothers and fellow escapees named Sam and Henry. However, during another fight with the hunters, the brothers are forced to leave Joel and Ellie behind to escape on their own. Afterwards, Joel and Ellie are forced to continue to run from the pursuing hunters, eventually getting stranded on a broken bridge. Ellie determines that they have to jump off of it, but Joel commands her not to, noting that Ellie cannot swim and will likely drown. She doesn't give him a choice in the matter, however, and jumps into the water below, forcing him to follow. Underwater, Joel tries to grab Ellie, but hits his head on a rock and is knocked unconscious. Joel later awakens, washed upon a beach, surrounded by Ellie and Sam. 
When he stands, he finds Henry, who he angrily holds at gunpoint for his decision to leave them to die. Henry calms him by explaining that he knew Joel could handle himself and needed to look after his brother's safety, and the men later agree to help each other proceed once again. Henry mentions a nearby radio tower full of supplies, and the group head through a nearby sewer system to reach it. Inside the sewers, they find the remains of a former settlement whose inhabitants were long gone, now replaced with groups of infected that Henry and Joel are forced to fight off as they proceed. We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. The group exit the sewers and find a neighborhood where they fight off more hunters, drawing the attention of hordes of infected, which they are forced to flee, eventually reaching the radio tower safely. There, Ellie and Sam discuss their beliefs and fears, with the boy explaining his deepest fear is turning infected but remaining conscious but no longer in control of his body, to which Ellie assures him that those infected are long gone. The next morning, Henry sends Ellie to wake Sam for breakfast. When she does so, she finds that he had been infected at some point during their last confrontation and had turned. Sam attacks Ellie and Joel attempts to shoot him before Henry intervenes and shoots the gun out of his hand, pointing it at Joel and warning him not to hurt his brother. Joel goes for his gun, but Henry fires a shot, not at Joel, but at his brother, putting him out of his misery and saving Ellie. Overwhelmed by emotion, Henry begins to blame Joel and aims his weapon at him once again. Joel tries to reason with him, but Henry weeps as he turns the gun on himself and pulls the trigger. In the fall, Joel and Ellie finally reach Tommy and his wife Maria in the settlement they help run in Jackson County, Wyoming. While their relationship had been strained following an argument about Tommy joining the Fireflies years ago, the brothers have a warm reunion, with Tommy attempting to give Joel a photograph of him and his daughter Sarah, which he refuses to take. Joel then pulls Tommy aside and tells him about Ellie, asking him to finish the job of delivering her to the Fireflies and collecting the payment from Marlene. But Tommy refuses, prompting an argument between the two. They're interrupted by attacking bandits, and Joel helps his brother defend their settlement and reach Maria and Ellie. After seeing how much his brother cares for Ellie, Tommy finally agrees to take her to the Fireflies, and the two discuss this plan with Maria, who vocally disagrees with the idea. Ellie eavesdrops on the conversation and feels betrayed by Joel's abandonment of her, causing her to storm off, steal a horse, and leave the settlement alone. Afterwards, Joel and Tommy discover Ellie is missing, as is the horse, and follow her tracks. After finding some bandits on the way, they find the horse in an abandoned house. Joel enters and finds Ellie, who confronts him about his plan to get rid of her. Joel states that he was just looking out for her safe travel, but Ellie argues that she isn't Sarah. Joel, frustrated, agrees that Ellie isn't his daughter, and he isn't her father, so they will soon be going their separate ways. Tommy frantically enters and proclaims that bandits have arrived at the house, and the group fight their way out of the house, making their way back to the settlement. When they arrive, Joel asks Tommy where he would take Ellie, and he explains that the Fireflies have a lab in the University of Eastern Colorado. 
Joel changes his mind and decides to take Ellie there himself, and he bids farewell to his brother as he and Ellie ride off on the horse together. Joel and Ellie reach the lab, but find it abandoned. They are able to locate an audio recorder which they listen to, determining the new location of the Fireflies, St. Mary's Hospital in Salt Lake City. They are soon attacked and attempt to escape, but Joel is pushed over a railing, causing the pair to fall to the ground, with Joel getting impaled through the abdomen by a metal beam. Hardly able to walk, Ellie tries to get Joel to their horse. She helps him get on, and they are able to ride to safety, but Joel quickly loses consciousness from blood loss. Ellie takes Joel to an abandoned mall and uses her shirt as a tourniquet to stop his bleeding before heading into the mall to search for medical supplies. She finds a crashed military helicopter and makes her way through the mall to reach it, reminiscing about her previous mall adventures with Riley. She avoids the infected in the mall and reaches the helicopter, finding a medical kit inside, which she takes and heads back to Joel. On her way, however, she encounters a group of hostile survivors and is forced to kill them with her switchblade. She finally reaches Joel and uses the medical kit to treat his wounds. Still unconscious, she puts him on a sled and pulls him with the horse to a cabin nearby. Later in the winter, Ellie ventures out to hunt for food. On her trip, she is able to kill a deer, but is approached by two men, David and James, who ask her to trade the animal for supplies. She asks if they have antibiotics, and David replies that they do, sending James to retrieve them as he waits with Ellie. Despite David's kind nature, Ellie remains untrustworthy and takes his rifle from him. As a group of infected approaches, David pulls out a pistol, making Ellie trust him even less, and the two are forced to fight them off. After a lengthy battle, the two emerge safe and return to wait for James. During their ensuing discussion, David reveals that the group that attacked her and Joel at the university were in fact his men. Ellie reaches for the rifle, but just as she arms herself, James arrives and pulls his pistol. David tells him to lower it and give her the medicine, which he complies with. Ellie then leaves and returns to Joel, administering the antibiotics and falling asleep. When she awakens, she discovers that David's men had followed her. Realizing she must leave Joel alone to draw them away, she leaves on horseback, but David's men's numbers are overwhelming, and they end up shooting the horse, forcing Ellie to proceed on foot. She is able to avoid the men, but eventually David catches her, choking her out and rendering her unconscious. When Ellie awakens, she finds herself imprisoned in a cage. Outside, she sees James carving up a human body to cook, revealing that David and his men are cannibals. David arrives and attempts again to convince Ellie to trust him, but she refuses, grabbing his finger and breaking it while attempting to grab his keys. This causes David to lose his composure and finally snap, slamming Ellie against the cage door and threatening to cut her into tiny pieces. At the cabin, Joel awakens and begins to search for Ellie. He follows David's remaining men and kills all of them, save for two. He tortures them and forces them to show him where they took Ellie. They comply and give him the information, and he kills both of them before heading out to find her. Meanwhile, James and David place Ellie on the chopping block, but in the struggle she is able to bite David. As David begins to swing a butcher knife towards her, she exclaims that she is infected. Initially disbelieving her, David pulls up her sleeve to discover her bite mark. Using this distraction, Ellie grabs the knife and stabs James with it, running off to escape David. She eventually reaches an empty restaurant, but David arrives and locks her in with him, knocking down a candle and starting a fire in the process. Ellie then sneaks her way around the restaurant, ambushing David and stabbing him with her switchblade, but he's able to resist, throwing her to the ground and rendering them both unconscious. Shortly after, Joel finds the restaurant ablaze and heads towards it. Inside, Ellie awakens and goes to grab David's machete. 
He stops her, however, kicking her to the ground and begins to strangle her. Despite his efforts, she is able to grab the machete and slice his arm, causing him to roll off of her. She then begins to violently swing the machete at him, hacking the man to death. As she continues, Joel arrives and takes the weapon from her, comforting the girl before convincing her to go with him, leaving the horrors she experienced behind them. Months later, in the spring of 2034, Joel and Ellie reach St. Mary's Hospital, but Joel notices the girl is abnormally distant. On their way, Ellie spots something and runs off, forcing a worried Joel to chase her down. He discovers what she had seen, a tower of giraffes roaming through the city. One stops to graze on the plants growing in the building they're in, and Joel takes Ellie towards it to pet the animal. Afterwards, Joel mentions to Ellie that they could return to Tommy's settlement and live out their lives normally, but Ellie refuses to let their journey be for naught and sets off to complete their mission. The pair reach a quarantine area with several medical tents, and Ellie brings up Sarah once again, giving Joel the photo Tommy had of him and his daughter, which she had secretly taken while they were in the settlement. Instead of expressing anger at Ellie discussing his past, Joel realizes that he can't escape it, and takes the photograph, thanking her. The two make their way through an underground tunnel, fighting the infected before reaching a flooded area. There, Joel gets trapped in a broken-down bus, and Ellie attempts to free him, but the bus falls into the water, taking Ellie with it, knocking her unconscious. Joel grabs her and drags her out of the water. He then begins to resuscitate her, but a pair of Firefly officers arrive and tell him to put his hands in the air. Still panicking, he instead focuses on giving Ellie chest compressions before one of the officers approaches and knocks him out with the butt of his rifle. Joel then awakens in a hospital bed and finds Marlene next to him. Marlene assures Joel that they rescued Ellie, and she is currently being prepped for surgery to remove the mutated cordyceps infection from her body to study it to create a vaccine. Joel notes that the infection grows on the brain and comes to the realization that the surgery will kill Ellie. Joel tries to stop them, but a firefly knocks him down as Marlene explains that while she promised Ellie's mother she would look after her, there is no other choice to save the future of mankind. Marlene then has the firefly lead Joel out, commanding him to kill him if he tries anything. However, on their way, Joel spots his belongings and is able to attack his guard, gaining the upper hand and stealing his pistol. Joel forces the officer to reveal Ellie's location, and after he does, Joel executes him before grabbing his gear and heading to rescue her. The rest of the Fireflies quickly learn of Joel's escape and put up an opposition. Joel is able to fight through them and reach the operating room where Ellie is unconscious. Her surgeon attempts to stop Joel, but he negotiates her release and carries her off the operating table. He then runs towards an elevator, dodging the gunfire of approaching Fireflies before safely entering it and taking it down to the underground garage. When he exits the elevator, however, he is met by Marlene, who stops him at gunpoint. She explains that Ellie would want to sacrifice herself to save humanity instead of eventually dying to an infected or hostile survivor out on her own. Joel considers her words and Marlene approaches him, letting her guard down, but Joel stops her in her tracks by firing his pistol. Joel then loads Ellie into a nearby SUV and returns to Marlene, who begs for her life. Joel, knowing that she would just continue to come after Ellie, shoots her dead and drives off with a still unconscious Ellie. On their way back to Tommy's settlement, Ellie wakes up in the back seat and asks Joel what happened. Joel lies to her and explains that they found the Firefly's lab, but they had already stopped looking for a cure, having found dozens of others that were immune to the infection with no progress on any research. They later reach Jackson County, but the car breaks down, forcing them to proceed on foot. When they reach the outskirts of the settlement, Ellie stops Joel to talk. She finally tells him about Riley and her guilt that while she had survived her bite, she was forced to watch her friend turn and die from hers. 
She then makes Joel swear that he told the truth about the fireflies, and he does. Ellie then looks him in the eye and accepts his answer. And this is where we leave Ellie and Joel as we eagerly await the continuation of their story with The Last of Us Part 2. Hey everybody, thank you so much for watching this video, and please remember to click the like button if you enjoyed it, subscribe for future story videos, and leave a comment on what you'd like to see covered next. Also, a huge thanks to the folks on screen, our Patreon supporters, and YouTube channel members for making the production of these videos possible. If you'd like to help support getting these videos out faster and more in-depth, please consider supporting as well. Links to those are in the description. Either way, thanks so much for the support, and I'll see you guys soon.